On this episode of the 5P Podcast, I, your host, Michael J. Penny, will be talking about how to treat people on your team. Hey folks, to some people, this is a delicate topic. To me, it really boils down to simply be polite, be professional, right? Simple isms that folks have known for a very long time, right? But business leaders right now in the environment, working with both genders in the same workplace, right? Or working with professionals in a workplace of a variety of sorts, all working in some sort of craft, skill, trade, different types of folks that are technical, different knowledge workers. It is very difficult as a business leader to make sense of it all and to work together professionally. But I have the answer. I'm serious. It's the same question that fellow Marines ask me all the time when we were working together on the range. How do you work with lady lieutenants the way that you do as you're going and, and you're instructing them? Because I used to be a firearms instructor in the Marine Corps. I said it's very, very simple. Treat them like Marines. That's it. Be polite, be professional, treat them like Marines as you would any other Marine. Hold them to the Marine standard. That's it. We're all Marines. We're all accountable. So long as you uphold the Marine standard. And that's what it boils down to. So in the civilian work environment or out there in the workplace as a whole, right? I say civilian because I'm a veteran coming out into the work environment. And I've seen this before to where I'm pulling my training with me coming back out into the work environment. And I'm working around folks who have never served a day in the military. And I'm trying to understand what it is, the mission buy-in that a lot of people need to have before they actually cross over and before they're a part of that greater overall team. All right, so for me, it is exercising the 5P process. Now, let me give you the mission statement specifically on this episode of the 5P podcast. We'll discuss how to treat our fellow people there is no others. We are people in the workplace in order to bring together the team as a cohesive unit behind a common mission. So, so we are each working in our strength base, adding value to the team in order to accomplish a common mission. And how do you gain mission buy-in? Because there are there are a lot of business leaders who ask me this question because there are a lot of business leaders who are professionally focused. If you're like me, I'm professionally focused. I hope you are too, and that's great. But there are a lot of people that are out there in the workforce where it's like, this is what I do for a job. And yeah, it's cool. I, I'm into it. But really, I would rather go climb a mountain or... Uh, go, you know, somewhere, paint a picture or something like that. They would have a thousand other things that they would rather do. You know, for example, I knew a nurse who would work five days out of the week so that she could go run uh, ultra marathons over the weekend, which is pretty cool. So she was serving her purpose, but she was doing that in order to be able to go off and achieve this great challenge. And one enabled the other, which I thought was pretty cool. But how do you get mission buy-in? from the whole group. And really what it boils down to is exercising the 5P process. All right, so it's simple like this. You, the listener, have the ability using 
the 5P method, if you join the 5P inner circle, using this simple military management method, you can gain mission buy-in from everyone on your team. All right, because really what it boils down to, a lot of folks say, oh, it's inclusion and all of these other things. Right, it's inclusion on planning. It's inclusion on debriefs. They want help. They want a little bit of input going into the plan so that they feel like they have a little inkling of control in their own destiny. And that ain't too much to offer, okay? But you, the leader, are expected to plan for the people on your team. That is what is expected of a leader. You need to treat those people, right, with respect and professionalism and so on and so forth. And I don't mean to gloss right over those. But that's what any HR professional is going to tell you. What I'm saying from a technical standpoint, from a business leader standpoint, from a workaholic standpoint, because this is our purpose. This is how we live our lives. We are professionals. We enjoy being at work. We enjoy doing what we do. And there's nothing wrong in that. So how do we get mission buy-in from everybody on the team? Because there are a lot of business leaders that are out there going, I don't get it. I paid them more money. When in all actuality, they really wanted more time off. So that way they could go and do something other than work. Remember, the higher up you go in, in the corporate ladder, the higher up you go in any ladder, the more you are going to work. That's just how it is. If you own your own business, it's with you all of the time. And I know that a lot of us like to say, hey, we can go and we can relax on vacation and stuff like that. You're serving your purpose by leading others, by being a part of the team, everybody has mission buy-in. All right, so we talk about planning. You can get their perspective when you're putting together your five-paragraph business plan. You put together that plan for action by joining the 5P Inner Circle, being a part of our greater overall community of other business leaders whom you can network with. Check out all of our long-form interviews, all of our nuggets of knowledge, words of wisdom, that are a part of that membership area. So when you go to fiveparagraph.com and you join the 5P Inner Circle as a business leader and you're employing the five-paragraph business plan, you ask your people, I'm going through this next iteration of planning. I need your input. And that's everybody. And I use the analogy every once in a while or the, the anecdote every once in a while of a coffee shop, let's say, for instance. Okay, not everybody's going to want to be there for your team meeting, and I understand that. All right, brass tacks, I'm planning for this upcoming month, and I need your input on this plan. This is where we're going with it, and I need your valuable input. That's a brainstorming session, right? No bad ideas in brainstorming, right? Okay, so what you do is you put those things together down onto your dry erase board, whatever. You walk away. You have the ability to use 5P to plan. So you take that buckshot off the dry erase board, throw it into your 5P. Again, you can get it at 5paragraph.com. So you put that into your plan. Great. Now you turn around and you're briefing your people. Guess what? Their ideas are in the plan. They're going to hear their own ideas come out in your briefing. And that's the time that you talk. And then in the action, in the heat of the moment, if you haven't already seen my videos on the fragmentary order, please check it out. But you commit action, do a fragmentary order. And when you're done, 
right? Because things need to tweak. Situationally flexible. Check out the video on situationally flexible, how to maintain accountability in a situationally flexible environment. Something that I talk about in the 5P inner circle. But what you do immediately upon completing action, and for, for a lot of folks, they need a timeline, a sequence. I'll give you an example. At the end of your shift, if all of you are getting off together as a group, then you debrief together as a group. If each one of you are individually getting off, that's fine. You just simply fill out your debrief. It's a simple template. You have your folks fill out a timeline debrief of what they saw, their observations. Now, a lot of us have professional reporting in our jobs already. I understand that. What I am talking about is a debrief of occurrences in the workplace that you saw your people in some sort of interaction. They collected some sort of business card, marketing material, Hey, another store in our area is having this event happening in the parking lot. Maybe we should be a part of that. Okay, so that's part of the debrief. Okay, treating people is simple in my opinion. Get their input as far as the plan to move forward. Get their debrief. That's their feedback. If, if you allow them that opportunity to give input on the plan then they're going to be more apt to give you that debrief feedback, honest debrief feedback, because they know that you're actually using it for something. That's the whole point. None of us want to be patronized. None of us want to be a, like, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, it's going good. All right, cool. Okay, cool. Bye. You know, Mattis talks about this in his book, In Chaos. He talks about how the first answer is always BS. Oh, how you doing, gents? Oh, living the dream, sir. Right? Everybody glosses over with their cliche response. Okay, enough BS. What's actually happening here? What is actually going on here? Because I need your input and your feedback so that way I can develop a better plan. So in my opinion, how to treat people in a workplace, in an environment, is based on their specialities, why they were hired on, it's in order to accomplish mission success. All of us have our own personal lives. We're all dealing with our own anguish and our own strife and our own problems. And what we need to do is come together into this workplace and we need to accomplish our mission together. Okay, so how do you, how do you reinforce this though? Well, reinforce the incentivization of what happens when you accomplish your mission. So when we crank this out, when we hit our goal, and it's got to be, boom, a standardized thing that everybody can pay attention to. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen those sales things where you draw some sort of thermometer and then it goes up all the way till you're full and everybody hits their quota. Great. What's the prize at the end of it? A lot of people are really, really happy with like, you know, you're getting some good chow, you know, into the office and enjoying yourself and hanging out and stuff like that. And then there are those as those of us who are work professionals where pay me more and I'll work more. Don't get me wrong, but I would rather rise up in the ranks. I would rather get paid more. I'd rather get a bonus, that type of stuff, because I enjoy work. I enjoy getting my hands into something. And I'm sure that there are a lot of your people who do as well. Now, a little cue in to one of the next future videos that we're going to be doing how to work with a maverick on your team. 
Anybody who has ever known me throughout my life knows that I've got a little bit of a rebellious streak inside of me, okay? Believe it or not, those are the great, great folks that you need to cultivate as your future leaders. General Mattis talks about this. Bing West talked about it in The Village. They co-authored Chaos, by the way. Simon Sinek discusses it in Leaner's Eat Last. So we're going to be talking about Mavericks and how Mavericks can be your greatest leaders, your most innovative leaders. And you have to maintain accountability in between a maverick, right? So how do we treat our people? In my opinion, we get them on board with mission buy-in by including them in our planning process and pulling good, honest feedback in our debrief process, which then comes full circle. Join the 5P Inner Circle right now. Go to 5paragraph.com. Join the Inner Circle right now. You'll be glad you did. Learn the world's greatest management method based on the U.S. military operations order process. Thank you for paying attention. I really do appreciate it. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM. You can also check us out at Heroes Media Group. Heroes Media Group proudly serves those who have served. They offer us a pedestal, a platform, a voice to be able to get our message out. So thank you so much to Heroes Media Group. Check them out. Folks, subscribe, 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 and be sure to keep clicking on, on more videos and on more podcast episodes as they keep rolling out. I really do appreciate each and every one of you getting in touch with me. I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your comments. Thank you. God bless you, and take care and be well.